We'll yeah. see. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you're oh. now you're a little up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's better. Sorry, That's these no. were a little bit off on yep. the mix at first. It was the mix level. I know. You know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, David's an audio engineer. I gave away who our guest is, but David's here. And this is episode fifty-three. <laughs> I'm shooting the breeze. <laughs> I always feel a little incompetent when David's around because he's so good at what he does. And it's not a negative. I, I appreciate the help at all times. Sounds negative. No, 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 no. Sounds, sounds like a bad experience. No, no, it's good because I, I don't mind um, uh, re- reproach. That sounds terrible. I, I don't mind being corrected when I don't know what I'm doing. And I think it's a good skill to have. Like, what is that? There's a, a proverb, and I'll say it's in the Bible because it is. But also, there could be Chinese proverbs, mm. and it said like, uh, oh, "The fool, <laughs> the fool uh, does not listen to um, advice." <laughs> you know, the yeah. fool does not yeah. heed advice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I always want to be able to heed advice and not be like, I have to. No, I got it. I got it, and I don't have it. Totally. Know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really uh, it's an important human skill. I think for me to know when I don't know something, uh, mm-hmm. and the scary part, like uh, the Dunning Kroger effect. Kroger effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dunning Kroger mm. uh, of like the more that you know, uh, or the, what is it? The less that you know, the more you think you know. Is that right? Oh, the more, the no, less you know, the more was, you know. No, I thought it was you couldn't tell. <laughs> how like how you're coming off we're like so let's say i mm-hmm. social awareness let's say i we play basketball and i think i'm the best right. basketball player right mm-hmm. and you're like no you actually can't like right. jump right 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 but i think i'm doing fantastic right that would be yeah. the dunning kruger right but i think oh. that that effect what what drives the mechanism that drives the effect is how little you know right so trump was a good example of that because sure. he was ignorant of a lot of things that were going on mm-hmm. and yet because of his lack of knowledge he felt like he was in a spot where he could know a lot of the mechanisms of how things were going yeah. on right yeah so he's like i know how vaccines work or i know ideas about you know like mm-hmm. like what people should yeah. do to bleach themselves or something you know <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, if you want your skin to be a lighter color yeah. here's what you do yeah <laughs> just kidding that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's very true. Yeah, and but, there's there's yeah. a lot of people in those positions where they like yeah, I think there's many everyone in their life has felt like they knew more than they knew at a certain point. That's the tricky time. thing is we're all in that position, right? It's just a matter of what we're in the position for. Uh and if yeah. I think what is dangerous about uh people who are uh sometimes incompetent at their jobs is that they've got opposite things. You know, they've got their lack of knowledge driving that Dunning-Kroger thing, but they're, uh, they have no, uh, they're unable to be humble, I think, because they are supposed to look competent. Right. Yeah. If you're the one in charge. Right. Exactly. You're supposed to have some sort of bravado. Yeah. You don't want to not have an answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, or, and I think there was, and, um, we, we never talk about politics and religion, but I think it's good to highlight certain things anyway. So it's good, especially in a generalized sense. Cause there was, I'm just going to say it cause I don't know who, what president was. There's a past president they're like, well, the current? no, 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 they're not the current <laughs> past president, but for I'm talking like in the eighties or something or nineties. And I, it could be any of five or six people, you know, actually not in the nineties cause it's every four years, but between the eighties and nineties, like some six people, there was one, there was one president. They're like, well, what do you know about this? He's like, well, I don't know, but I'm going to hire the people that do. Right. And so right. the answer was really like, 
diplomatic and it's like honest like hey i don't have right. all the answers and i'm new to this and i'm going to learn and i'm going to hire people that know these things mm -hmm. so so we don't make the wrong mistakes and we do the best for the country totally which i think yeah. that's a great answer well i think what's what's tricky about society with this kind of display to me that seems really well adjusted right and that seems like a smart thing to do seems like very rational and logical but i think mm -hmm. that's not oftentimes what people key into you know and the way that uh, that media uh, is able to portray these things, right? You know, like mm -hmm. you can focus in on the wrong part of that sentence, you know, uh, and that's that can be he the takeaway. He doesn't know anything. Exactly, doesn't know what he's doing. He has yeah. to hire someone else. We already hired this guy, you know. Yeah, like, right. So I, uh, I can see, I can see the mechanisms. I feel like of why it ends mm -hmm. up being the way it is, but obviously that's not a system that's really working very well. If that's the case, you know, where people can't yeah. say, like, that's a very reasonable mm -hmm. thing to say. Like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> how, how many times do we all not know? You know, calculus. Uh, I'm no all, the time. all the time we don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the amount of stuff we don't know is astounding and yeah. huge yeah and imagine if the launch the person in charge of your nasa launch and you're the one in the nasa <laughs> nasa NASA. 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 go fast NASA, go to space yeah. the, okay spacex let's just say i can say that easier sure. spacex launch <laughs> let's say the person in charge besides elon Do you Musk, have a hard time saying nasa i said nasa <laughs> I say it with a little drawl. It sounds like a southern drawl. I don't drawl. think we can leave that yet. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, Na NASA? NASA? Yeah, NASA. 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 He's got his hand on the table. <laughs> Is it NASA? Brace yourself. Okay, NASA? I say NASA. NASA. Like I saw that fly up into the oh, we sky. Know, we know. I, I heard you say it the first time. I'm going to keep saying it. So. I don't think that means what you think. It, yeah. Wait, what does NASA mean? Uh, it means probably NASA, you know, but it's definitely, you it know, sounds wrong. Everyone's going to look at you. Everyone's going to make you say NASA. I say Quinoa. I say all kinds of words instead of quinoa. It's true, but so, those seem yeah. intentional. NASA. <laughs> It just seems like, 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 you know, when you catch yourself actually saying a word and it like makes you say, like you hiccup or something Nassau. in the middle of it, you know, it yeah. makes you say it like longer so than you if should. I, if I said book as like book, yeah. Yeah. hey, I'm reading a lot of good books. Yeah. That would be what it would be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, in Texas or Florida, yeah. uh, Cape, uh, Cape Canaveral, wherever they launch from. Yep. Texas or it? Florida. Uh, Cape Canaveral is a spot that they launch from. Yeah. yeah. In Florida. In Florida. So I'm going to say that one. Okay. And I'm not going to say the company's name anymore. Um, yeah. But let's say the person in charge tells you right before you're you're going up in the uh, rocket, being like, "Yeah, we don't. I don't actually know what I'm doing, but we did hire some people. I think we got you covered." And I would feel a lot less safe in that moment in time. Right. I mean, yeah. I think in in those moments, what's interesting, right, is there's a lot of empirical data that those kind of companies are focused on working with, or those organizations. You know, NASA is mm -hmm. not a company, but obviously you they're... just said their name. <laughs> like I did. Thank you very much. Aren't yeah. they not a company? I, I, I said NASA. What do you mean? NASA. <laughs> NASA. I heard it. Um, uh, but the, uh, you know, their whole job is so that when it gets down to it, that no one has to, I think, say one thing or the other. It's pretty objective what's down and documented, right? And they've yeah. got papers written on these things, you know. And, of course, there's still shots that get called last minute, you know, and, and things that overlook the data. I mean, that was the whole thing with the challenger, right, is that there was data sitting in front of them about this. There were mm. some people who were saying, I don't think it's a good idea. But still the organization was like, we are going to go ahead, you know, for political reasons of, like, you know, th mm -hmm. there was a whole timetable of what it meant to launch. And, you know, the longer that you delay a launch like that, the more expensive the whole program gets, right? And you may miss mm -hmm. your windows. All that means cost goes up. You know, perception of the program maybe changes. So there are people who are making political decisions, not just scientific ones. And in those yeah. situations, sometimes science can weigh against the politics, you know. Um, I mean, I think during COVID, there was a lot of examples of that, too, you know, about mm -hmm. like, what are we going to keep open and why during the, you know, the initial right. lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. And not all of it was because there was hard empirical 
data it was saying that we're going to concede some things because politically we all have to live in the same country you know mm -hmm. and we all have to what's uh, the safest option here the, right. what's the most cautious option what's what's thing? the best option that also doesn't make people pissed off you know i think yeah. is, is the situation that doesn't mm -hmm. uh, have us you know uh, lose the trust of the the body of people which you know I, I think that gets to be a really complicated question when things are split maybe evenly right because who, yeah. whose trust are you trying to win you know well yeah uh, and everyone's over yeah. the all over the spectrum on like yeah. where what they believe if you look at religions or any of that like it's so wide right. that you're never going to get everyone on the same page right. probably but i think but I, they try i think that trust and information is something that uh organizations whose job it is to be empirical you know even then like during the challenger maybe people looked at that organization differently and were thinking what you're thinking now like can i trust this person if they tell me it's safe to launch like obviously it was not safe to launch mm -hmm. in that situation wait and 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 for the ignorant of nasa or nasa <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, the Challenger was the one that blew up. It was one of the ones. I mean, we've had a couple within uh, the last 30, 40 years, I guess now. The mm -hmm. Challenger was mid-80s, I think. Yeah. Uh, and that was the one that uh, Sally Ride, was that the... I don't know. Uh, she was like the a school teacher. It was just like, it was a part of like the... She the, went on, she was on Yeah, it. and that was just like part of what sticks in my brain from it. I remember it was like in a textbook, you know, there was a picture mm -hmm. of her or something. But anyways, um, that was one of the first, I think... Uh, big space disaster since like the earlier days of the program, the you 60s know, sixties or something. exactly. Yeah. There was, you know, the 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 pathway to learning is paved in blood, as they say for a lot of these things. And it's kind of it's when a you dark, look dark, dark uh, quote. I know, man, <laughs> but it's like it, when you look at how much of it's talked about not knowing, you know, like now and then uh, there's these things. The NTSB is a, uh, an organization within uh, the U.S. that does review of safety and things like that. And so mm -hmm. National Traffic Transit Safety Board, uh, I think maybe it's all transit. Oh. Uh, but uh, so, so they'll go back when things don't go right, basically, and analyze these things. I don't think they were doing the review for something like the Challenger. But when there's a, a commercial airlines accident, oh, yeah. uh, you know, something like that, they'll yeah. go back and they'll do an analysis of what happened happens you can learn from it uh not and have it happen again right exactly hopefully and and there are mistakes you know happening within our lifetime you know a time that we're all mm -hmm. like oh right they probably know what they're doing with these things that obviously we're still learning i mean things like yeah. boeing's air max is a great example too of how we're still learning and people are still in situations where they can pay the penalty of of our learning with that, is that uh, a 737 it is the 737 max yeah i think i got scared yeah. because yeah. i was on a flight from vegas to uh seattle coming back from yeah. pittsburgh like a few years ago and I was reading the I saw the pamphlet and it was a 737 and I said something about an 8 I don't know if it was a max 8 but I was like Oh my lord! I'm on one of these planes that's been tanking recently. Right, right. I was like, please let me arrive. Let me get home. Yeah. And I, I think that's one flight because I know there were some that were flying, but they did ground a lot of them. Right. And I, I, I was like, yeah. and so I think this wasn't a Max Eight. I think it was just right. a Seven Thirty Seven, right. but it freaked me out. Well, and the yeah. other thing too about the Max Eights that's important to know, I think, is that not every Max Eight was crashing. Right? There was a mm -hmm. certain situation where some of these pilots, who not only were in a bad spot, maybe where the the Max Eight ex like exhibited these failure conditions, but also where they didn't have adequate training to know what was going on in that response. And uh, I think basically yeah. they ended up fighting a piece of autopilot software or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, I, I, don't quote me on that because that's it could be mixing well, things and up. And we, we never have facts. I mean, we have facts on here, but we don't prove the facts. So look it up people, for yourself <laughs> right. what they did. Right. But I think yeah. what's what's interesting about that kind of thing, about things like the Challenger, about things like COVID, right, is that the, the perception that we have, the takeaway of these kind of things where there's someone telling us it is or isn't okay and then 
then like obviously, mm. uh, you know, circumstance proves otherwise, you know, by their failure or, you know, uh, time. time. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. see that, oh, case counts did go up when we opened, you know, and like we shouldn't have opened things up or we should have opened mm. things up. Case counts. Have, you, you didn't know, need to wipe whatever your groceries down. Right. Exactly. You didn't need to. Exactly. Yeah. All these things were, yeah. you know, and especially when we have the benefit of hindsight, you know, uh, which mm-hmm. is always, uh, you know, that's something they mentioned in NTSB reviews. You know, it's like it's always easy after the fact to be like, oh, they could have just done this. But, you know, yeah. that's that's what you get in the process. If, if I would have voted, yeah. if I would have bet on the Super Bowl yesterday, yeah. since we're recording this on a Monday, <laughs> um, I could have won some money if I would have known who was going to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my friend did it. Um, not to take away from our um, plane topics, no, but, no, no. but I'll jump here <laughs> real quick. I have one last one after you go. Okay. About okay. planes? Yeah. Okay. This yeah, is yeah. just super quick. Okay, so okay. he put like 240 on this betting thing where you pick squares about how the score is going to be at certain pots, uh, pots, spots in the game. Certain <laughs> like pots. Bingo. Certain pots. Certain pots. <laughs> the ones you cook with. Certain pots. Of the... Certain pots of Nassau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he, and the end of the third quarter in the game, and some people, you know, a lot of people watched the Super Bowl, some didn't, but, and he won. Fourteen hundred dollars yesterday. Wow. Technically, oh, cool. he won eleven sixty because he put two forty in. But right. it was like he had the Rams at sixteen and the Bengals at twenty in the end of the third quarter, and it happened. And wow. he won fourteen hundred, cool. which is super cool. That is nice. super. Cool. I love when people win. Then my roommate went last night to the casino at the end of the night <laughs> after everyone had partied and lost a bunch of money. So yep. everyone, yeah, everyone, it's a yeah. balance. It does balance out. The Earth yeah. balances. Yeah, yeah. But go <laughs> ahead with the planes. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you guys if you remember the missing Malaysian flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It never it never appeared anywhere the no but they found gone. debris like oh. debris yeah. that they tried oh, right. to tie to the flight right but right right it's still like unknown right that that's stuff so missing. crazy that yeah. stuff freaks me out because i'm like where did those people go and if the, if they never find the plane anywhere or any debris of it you're like was it hijacked and then parked in a giant warehouse and the people are like <laughs> carted off somewhere to live remotely or what's going on it's a big big ocean i'll say you know like uh, yeah, that's true there's there's you know i think it's humbling when you realize how much of the planet is huge you know uh and and mm-hmm. vast and and ocean you know yeah. Uh, yeah. water and, yeah exactly so you know it's i, I think it's it's the easiest example or easiest uh, explanation of course is just that it's in the ocean somewhere but you know good luck finding it uh but can you scour yeah. the bottom of the ocean you for put miles? The Titanic miles? guys on it. Yeah, get Robert Ballard in there. <laughs> Are you talking about the movie yeah. people or the real searchers? The, the, no, James Cameron's the movie guy, but yeah. Robert Ballard is the the explorer who that found, actually found. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. I guess he's not an explorer. What do you call someone who explores the ocean? Um, Mar- maritime. Oh. Um, maritime sounds right because yeah, that's there, ocean. I mean, there is based. something in there, but yeah. there's like a word for it. Anyways, I, pirate. Yeah. <laughs> so right. he's, a he's a pirate. Dude, he, yeah, he found the diamond of the ocean, or the heart yeah, of the ocean. He sure. took it for himself. And then he's like, hey, guys, I found the Titanic. Look but the heart of the ocean is missing. <laughs> the, I don't Titanic. Know. Yeah, the Titanic. Guys, guys, hey, guys. guys, guys, found guys. <laughs> I found the Titanic. A hundred percent. That's how you say Titanic. You're right. Yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's awesome. a fun word to say. Yeah. yeah. So, so is tectonic. Tectonic. Ooh. Tectonic is fun. Tectonic yeah. plates. And that's yeah. something involving other disasters like earthquakes. They're like very most cool. Things. <laughs> yeah. Most things. Most things. Yeah, uh, volcanoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tidal, uh, tidal, tidal waves, waves in the ocean. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. without tectonic plates, I think that it, uh, the world would actually not work, right? Like, like something geothermally wouldn't add up and we like wouldn't right. have... Like the atmosphere mm-hmm. or something like that. There's something oh. like, like I forget. Even Again, though they're under that's the some ocean. bad science right there that I just said. But like there's something about it's like it's it, all good. It's not just disasters. It's like the heart of the planet. You know? Oh, like, so they're yeah. moving at all times, kind of like our bones and muscles to keep the body moving. Are our bones moving at all times. I mine are. <laughs> I'm moving right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not every bone freaks well, me out. There's a, they say that your nose and what ears, ears yeah. always grow. Yeah. They're not bones, though. But you have right? bones inside. Do I? Is it just the like? Do I? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, my nose is just flopping around on my face. <laughs> do I? <laughs> I heard. I heard it. Okay, I heard it was cartilage, but I have broken my nose before, oh. so it has to be a bone. You know what's weird? I think I. Because this part of the nose is just uh, cartilage, right? Yes. I think I like tore a piece of it because it sometimes if I like breathe oh. differently, it like shifts up. Oh, wow. It's oh. so weird. Mm. Oh, well, there's like the septum in between. Is that what you're talking about? Because there's maybe I think that is something that can happen to people's ears. It's like your septum can like a, uh, deviated. Deviated. Yeah. I don't I know. Right. I have a, de- yeah. <laughs> a deviated septum comes from someone that loves a lot of um, a booger sugar is one of those terms they yeah. use. Yeah. And oh. it happens. Or some people are just born with it. Right. And I think Dude. also if you have like double sinus infections or something like that, like, mm. uh, like, oh. well, no, maybe that's just the thing that makes you not smell. But there's, I think there's other reasons aside from COVID. the bug that you can, yeah. Bug Yeah. Bug shug. Little toot. Yeah. Toot toot toot. Yeah. Little toot toot. You can end up with a deviated septum. So yeah. we were talking about toot toots last podcast, but it was because Sammy was tooting Farting, around the room. Yeah. It's Got different. It. Than Sammy's not a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah no. no. She and doesn't do and we're using the terminology the that kids could be like, mom, what's a, you know, we don't, no one needs to even know. So it's good. <laughs> well, it's sugar that people kind of eat differently, you know, right, right, right. Or what, you think, uh, uh, it's an audience of children listening to this podcast. I think there could Trump. be in the car with the parents. <laughs> so that's why I bleep all the swearing. Wow. You really go back through and you bleep I it do. all. I've made you work hard. I think uh, only no, a couple of times. A couple good. Slip okay. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. It was fine. And it was under your breath and I just, right. and, it, and you sometimes you can take it out, but if it's right. in the room, sometimes yeah. you just have to be, have a big bleep and then it sounds worse. Well, a couple of weeks ago, he like completely took out a whole topic I talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, how do I, how do I edit around this to make it just like every age friendly? And I was like, this whole section is yeah. disappearing. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. edit it. Yeah, yeah which, so. which I know you were a little. Everyone that was so on Eric that with you was me, and that's great. Was a little upset, and I was like, "I'm sorry." I get it. That's all right. Yeah, but then I'd left other stuff in, so maybe maybe I should have not policed any of it. Right. You know? that's right. All right. I think it was censorship. A good call. I would yeah. have been embarrassed okay. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I feel better about it now. Great. Yeah. We've worked through a few couple right, things. Right. 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 Yeah. Real quick. We should, you should do it in real time. You should try and have a button that you can just like save on post-production Ooh. time. You just got to catch it. You, you know, you just like look right. someone in the eye and you're like, I know you're about so to So they do this. that on yeah. all the radio, you know, talk yeah. shows. Yeah. And I'm but like, there's a delay. Do, there's a delay, yeah. but how do they get so good at catching it? That's because like if that yeah. guy misses a button, that does slip fire. through. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all live. Yeah. And it's like, set, it's what, seven second or ten Five second Five second, delay. ten second. I don't know. Some, it's yeah. enough where they're sitting there riding the buttons. Yeah. And then on the, um, I'm just going to promo the show that I like. I know Dolly's not a fan, but the men's room on 99. 9.9 those those guys are one of my favorites but weekly they'll listener weekly daily <laughs> daily listener. daily when i'm driving daily not listener. when i'm home no i was talking about me oh you oh dolly <laughs> dolly listens to them all the time um but they uh they'll have a whole thing they're like you can't say bloom, bloom, bloom. they have all the words and it's bleeped out on there another one and the guy's yeah. writing it and then they're like okay and sometimes if it just started the conversation, they just don't have that person back on. If it's a topic they want to hear about, they're like, okay, give it another shot. But sometimes they're like, nope, they're out. Wow. Yeah. Just cut them right yeah. there. Go Within home. the first two seconds. Wow. And I've been on, wow. I, I called them the radio once, not for their show, but some like talk show thing. They're like, give your opinion on this. And I was driving into work and I'd just gotten to almost work. And then all of a sudden I was on the air and my radio's on the background. I was like quickly trying to turn it off. And so I, I say my piece real quick. And then all of a sudden I hear nothing on the other line. And I was like, they hung up on you? No, well, no. <laughs> 
because I didn't swear, but it was one of those, like, if you listen to the radio shows, it's about four or five seconds. So you hear the person talk and then the people respond. And if there's not like a back and forth, sometimes they literally, the call just ends and they go on to another topic and talk about oh, it. Oh yeah. So I felt like, I was like, well, that was rude. And I was like, no, that's how they all go. I listen yeah. to some talk radio in the morning just because there's, you know, oftentimes driving at like 11 or 10 30, there's not a lot else on, uh, yeah. but, uh, unless you want to like listen to your own stuff, but I like listening to radio for a number of reasons. Uh, when I'm in the car, because when else would you do it? Uh, yeah. But uh, like listening to these hosts like manhandle a guest, you know, and like just like talk right, over, you know, just like hang up on you're them. wrong, yeah. or just like you know, yeah. th- like even if it's not that, just like listening to how they command the conversation. And like, there's like I, mm-hmm. I wonder if they have a hard time having conversations in real life now that they're just like mm-hmm. used to like having, they're on like, the clock, and then they get yeah. home and they're like, no, I will not have green beans for dinner. Right, well, exactly. And then they like start the intro music, you know, boom, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there's the like classic '80s, um, like disc d- jockey that had like mm-hmm. they were all personalities, right? Like they were just um, jerks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but do you feel? I mean, it's been so long since I've listened to any type of talk radio. Right. Yeah. Like, is that still kind of like? There's a guy, um, yeah, it happens still. Mm-hmm. And there's some guys that have been around for 15, like Michael Medved's a guy out of Portland that I mm-hmm. that I remember my dad listened to way back in the day. And I forget, he leans one side politically, I forget which one it is. But every time I hear him talking. because he leans back. He leans back. He doesn't lean Don't left do or right. I lean back. Yeah. He leans forward or right. Either, or forward or back. Either way, I was like, I don't have an opinion on it either side because I'm all neutral in general. So neutral. I, I put that out there so no one gets offended. Um, but it's also true. Um, but but he like will just like, he's like, well, you're wrong, Steve. <laughs> the caller, he's like, nope, you're wrong, Steve. You're, this opinion doesn't actually. I mean, what your thought on this is not accurate. And he like, he'll just like, he'll say it flat out. And I'm like, I don't like the, like the angry It almost sounds like an angry response. I'm like, I think I would love if people could talk about any topic and hear something that doesn't, that they think might be wrong, but not just like tell the person they're hundred percent wrong. It'd be nice to have like a little more openness. So I, I hear him for a minute. I'm like, oop, it's Michael Medved. Oops. And then I, then I quickly switch it. Cause I'm like, I can't hear this guy talk. Cause it just makes me upset that the people aren't getting a chance to like have a back and forth conversation. And then the other one that's fun yeah. is um, coast to coast. <laughs> and, on a 90 well it's am but it's on 97.3 i don't know don't tell don't ask me how that works but um <laughs> it's like the one where they have people talk about alien sightings and all the crazy it's the old art bell show but mm. it's done by um george nori now oh, yeah. and it's like you hear the craziest things so if i'm driving home at night from wherever i'm at like sometimes down here podcasting or something yeah and i'm driving home and you get someone's like well yeah um my mom showed up she's been dead 10 years she showed up outside the house outside the window or you got like yeah the aliens are doing crop circles in my yard and all these it's it's and then they're like well the government did this in the 50s and the people are talking about all these things and it's all like you know it's all could be true are you getting spooked no no, I don't get scared, yeah. but it's just... I'm, you found I'm, your people? I found my people. No, they, they, have, a, they have like... They, Oop, the aliens are doing Oop. crop circles in my yard. Nassau. It's oh, just, Nassau. I think what it is, is I like hearing a lot of interesting topics, and they cover so much in an hour. And then he's like, well, today we have a medium on with us, and we're going to reach out to oh, our yeah. dead relatives. And yeah. I'm like, and that's the part I'm like, I don't want to hear this part. That part I don't I like. I don't want to hear this I was like, why not? Wait, wait, why not? Because that stuff like is a little like that. I don't like the supernatural stuff. Mm. That's the stuff that freaks me out. So if it's, if it's <laughs> oh, you do get spooked. So, well, some of them, I just, I'd rather not waste my time. Cause I'm like, it, to me, it does, it's not something I want to hear. It's either anyway. fake or it's real. Yeah. 
And it <laughs> rather than waste my time on the real stuff yeah. and get spooked. Yeah. yeah. Well, but some of the other stuff, they're like, they saw something in the sky or this or that. And so there's a lot of interesting topics, but I have certain topics when they're talking about like, well, my kid was possessed last week. And it's not like, I don't like to hear about the demon possession or the dead family coming <laughs> back to life. Cause that stuff is a little creepy to me. Yeah. So it's just my personal preference. Got it. Yeah. But it's all interesting and you don't hear it anywhere else. Yeah. And Art Bell had, um, years ago had two brothers that were in the Philadelphia experiment in the forties. And that was the thing that pe- the police thing, the, it was like a time travel thing where a ship, they made a ship disappear in the Naval yard for like five minutes and it reappeared, but oh. it's supposed oh. guys were melded. And I think we talked about on the podcast melded. Years, melded. years ago, yeah, melded, <laughs> melded into the deck. Like, like they came back and their bodies had merged. And so they're alive, but they're in the deck and everything because of all the electricity or something. So the one brother was still alive and talked about the experience with Art Bell. And I was like, it, I was like, electrodes. this is, and I love time travel. So I was like, so fascinating wait, with wait. the story. Wait, wait, what is the history? Of, <laughs> this sounds like something that I, I'm skeptical of. But, exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's giving you very skeptical. And that's and it's that's a fair assessment based on that. Because you're just like, how do they know they went to 1985 from the 40s? I'm just saying, what situation have we ever... Uh, like, are they documenting these people with, like, deck melding going on? Yeah, there was, like, documents on it, apparently. It's a whole thing. Documents. But then there's, but there's people... I mean, it's it's something that happened whether or not they went through time or whatever else because they were trying to make a ship invisible to radar. Mm-hmm. And what and what happened was based on the story. I'm just repeating from Art Bell's story is that the two brothers were in the control room with all the electricity. They hit the switch. They go out and people are like getting fried and zapped to the deck. And <laughs> they go yeah. out. They're just walking around like. Well, okay, so so they go because they, they're right. You know, you, you, the control room. Obviously, you know, you guys know battleships. Sure. Is right off the deck where there's a railing. I, I watched yeah. Titanic. Yeah. 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 So, so you know where Titanic. there's like a door, Titanic, Titanic uh, a door where you could just step out and jump over the balcony. That's the kind of thing or balcony the, like a, the level with the with a little gate up they're they're like towards the edge of the ship basically <laughs> yeah so so they they uh flip the switch in the story got it um then they <laughs> they they go out and all of a sudden this electricity is going everywhere people are uh, melting into the deck and stuff they they're jump just off, watching they jump off the ship and go into a free fall wow and land in 1985 <laughs> and the guy that sent them there the guy in charge of the operation was old and waiting to send them back and their technology existed apparently nice. and then sent them back and he had like so there's a movie about it it's like called, some jody foster stuff yeah it's like a movie they yeah, have a contact it's like that yeah yeah and they have a movie where they like do what supposedly really happened in the first one and i'm putting quotes around that because right, right. i don't know yeah. Um, but he like ha- spends a day in 1985 going around and seeing people from before and then he like goes back and then five minutes later the ship there was an outline of it in the water apparently like where it wasn't seen oh. visibly and then it reappeared five minutes later in 1943 or four or something so it was during world war Two. got it and it was in on the east coast in like virginia or wherever norfolk norfolk yeah. virginia so it's very interesting, but it could also yeah. be where they just literally hallucinated and were in this electrical field and thought yeah. all this happened right. and, and reappeared. I mean, either way, I think that's the thing that I'm interested in, you know, which is like if this thing, whatever the, you know, obviously there's going to be some lore and mythos around anything that's like that crazy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but if the stuff, like if there was something that happened that it was observable and people were like, yep, that part of it I saw, you know, yeah. whatever the other thing was, I'm curious about those kind of things. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, yeah, the thing they yeah. saw was that there was a, like you would just see like a bevel in the water and yeah. the ship was like not you couldn't see the ship mm-hmm. kind of thing which yeah. seems weird also and i did a report on it in high school and 
the guy that wrote the book was called Commander X because he didn't want to give his name because the government was going to get him or whatever. Commander X. And so I got a C minus because my cre- <laughs> my credible I didn't have a credible source apparently. And I was like, this was a really well written paper. I was so into it. I wrote all about it. I think I that's that, that's a perfect cap on this conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did not have a cre- yeah, I did not have a credible source. But they were like, I will say they were there like, was no sources I, was I could like, cite. I was like, if he, yeah, if he should have given, if he could have given his full name, then technically he could have gotten in trouble. And then at that around that time people are like hey buy your own time travel device and so i found stuff online where you could have one but it reminded me of the napoleon dynamite scene where they get the time travel machine he has he sets the thing in between his crotch and he's like ow and he's like it's like <laughs> the plugs it in he's like ouch and then he moves forgot it. about that and it's so it funny so oh it's yeah. so funny and that reminded me of the thing i could have bought where they're talking about astral projection and out-of-body experiences oh, wow. and i'm like that stuff's cool and the band yes sings about astral projection oh, that's right. and stuff yeah. Yeah. But but I mean that's a spiritual experience versus like putting an electrode in between your uh, legs and turning it, <laughs> plugging it in, and hoping you time travel. Mm. Yeah. What is astral? Pro- like I know the term astral projection, but I don't think I actually understand what like people mean when they're like I'm astrally projecting. It's like you're out of so it's like you're out of body experience where you're sitting where you're seeing yourself. It's kind of like the near death experiences sure. people have, which are also mind boggling to me and very yeah. interesting because right. everyone has different ones based on their beliefs. Is it like? Um... Oh, what practice is that? I don't want to brush over that. That's a big topic too. What practice is that where you, you meditate and then Mm -hmm. you find enlightenment and then you can, you can, uh, like visually see outside yourself. Yeah. I think people are probably on some drug during that time too, but it probably would help them get there. But also they did it on Beverly Hills Ninja making fun of the thing where he like goes up to see the sensei in the clouds mm. and he flies back into right. his body and run, flies into mm. stuff. I think one of the interesting, interesting, interesting things, interesting, yeah. things, <laughs> interesting yeah. things about uh, uh, what you're mentioning about like, uh, you know, substances inducing that is that uh, a lot of the substances uh, that I think people have those experiences with, well, maybe not a lot, but a few of those things can be synthesized within the body so like dmt is one that like uh, is a chemical that is uh, naturally occur or like can be naturally produced uh, Mm -hmm. but only in certain circumstances right so when people have near-death experiences they have like a dmt release or something like that or when you're born you have dmt releases and same i think with like psilocybin and things like that too where like there are ways that that can be synthesized within your body uh or or just Mm -hmm. like you know naturally in the world but i think what's interesting is that people who may have these experiences it may not be induced by anything other than that what their body was doing is a similar psychedelic experience (laughs) yeah and and a lot of those things lay dormant and don't don't get activated and so that's why people sometimes get into trying different things because it activates the things that are in their body oh yeah i mean we will we will tinker with what we have available you know the book shugs and whatever (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. well you know people do people try it all they're gonna try it all i mean if it's out there but there's a game of what can ferment yeah yeah can this be fermented anything can be fermented it's true. Yeah, cheese yeah. can yeah. hold. Yeah. Eat it then. It's, yeah. It's delicious. We, when you have as much time as we've had on our hands as a mm-hmm. like species, I think there's yeah, yeah a lot gonna, of things change and do stupid stuff. Well, in this yeah. this book that I was reading on how to like meditate to time, basically astral project or whatever, it was like you're sitting there and I I would love four, to four. I would love <laughs> meditate to time. <laughs> Oldies, just four four, not six eight five seven. These are musical no, references meditate. for those. Um, <laughs> now float in the air. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, so that's but it was 
it was really, I wish I could find this book again because I probably had it somewhere. And it was like one of those, like someone had typed it up and put their three ring binder or put it in like a little spiral binder thing and sold them online. <laughs> it was like a $20 purchase. I'm like, this is someone just making stuff up. But I'm sure there's some, there's something, meditation is huge. And I think there's some, there's ways of getting to different enlightened states through all that kind of stuff. So yeah. the spiritual side of it is interesting, but it was like yeah. saying you could like float up and have another experience and come back to your body. And I was mm. like, then I started to get a little creeped out by maybe trying that. And right. the quote on the time machine, the movie, yeah. um, if you guys saw a time machine, no, mm-hmm. it's an old Orson. is it Orson Welles or it's mm-hmm. someone, it's a classic novelist. Did they make a remake uh, or like a modern guy Pierce was in it? Yeah, I think. I, yeah. The time machine, the right? time yeah. machine. Yeah. Yeah. But and it's they, based on yeah. a classic novel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the idea the, the this is what stopped me in my tracks from trying all this. Cause I was interested from time in time stuff. travel <laughs> from time travel. This is what stopped me from actually time traveling was that I, I, I was thought, watched that movie and I was, I was like, Oh, this is all about the same time. This is cool. And then I was like, Oh, all these people time to try and, Time to time trying all these people trying <laughs> time, time to time travel <laughs> trying to time travel that's a lot of T's there are are missing something from the past like they're like sad about like he was sad his wife got shot in a park and he wanted yep, to recreate yep, yep. so I was like so if you're living in the past and trying to recreate something that's like the impossible thing on our timeline that we know as existence mm-hmm. so I'm like these people are all like not enjoying their current lives mm-hmm. and I was like I think I just want to enjoy my current life and not worry about getting back to the past right right there was so, also like some final destination kind of stuff in that remake of the movie I don't know if it was in the novel or not right but like he, he went like you know back in time and prevented his wife's death or something and then mm-hmm. like you know his wife still died a different way or yes. something so he's like i can't yeah. change anything yeah and, and that's what made it like okay why why what about my past am i trying to get back <laughs> why, why? why 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 am i trying to go back to my past i just got huey louie in the or huey lewis in huey the, louie <laughs> huey louie in the news, <laughs> news we're all in good my head. We're, all, yeah. we're all really good with the words oh yeah tower of love yeah so good huey louie well and i will never anything with time travel is intriguing to me still but it's just something that i realize just a hobby now you're not gonna pursue it i'm not gonna pursue it with time I'm not yeah. going to flirt with time in real life. I'm just going to think about... We do not travel together. I romanticize Dude, You're time, time traveling travel. right now is the thing. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, my, my yeah. most real time, time travel speed. experience yeah. is flying from like England to here and la- or New Zealand and landing mm-hmm. an hour before I left in mm-hmm. New Zealand. Okay, what about, uh, what about doing uh, uh, like when you're at the dentist or something, getting knocked out, put under? Have you guys been put under before? Uh Oh, I got knocked out by a friend in another way, um, which is where they... they Drug uh, deal. No. <laughs> they hyperventilate you, and then you... Wow. Well, that's yeah. a bad one. Time to try and travel. <laughs> time to try and travel. Trying to try and travel. Trying to try and travel. So I'm not going to explain how it happened because people would want to try it, but it was something really stupid where people were robbing their brain of oxygen in order to like have this like out of black out blackout yeah. experience. <laughs> Is that time traveling? You're blacking out. But it felt like it felt like time was infinite. You and... ceased to exist. <laughs> okay, that's the, you're dead. That You've is the sad part. There was a lot yeah. of yeah. people that didn't survive their, their time travel experience. Yeah. 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 yeah, dude. No, dude, they're just in the future. They're somewhere else. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't wake up from their five minute like blackout. I did, which was good. That's good. But um, everything good was here. like floating yeah. clouds and really bright, and I woke up to like what we see outside here, clouds yeah. and dullness. And I was like, oh, that world was so beautiful. But I was like, I don't want to do that again. But also there's a delay in your brain. Like by the time it takes for mm-hmm. you to process 
mm-hmm. what you're seeing or doing, it takes like a second. So wow. you're always kind of living in the past. A second. <laughs> We're just like bumping into that stuff. That is deep. Yeah. You're always living in the past. <laughs> and they're like, hey, focus on the present. Like, I can't. I'm always Literally living in the right, past. Right, right. When you guys have seen probably things about like, you know, when you have adrenaline or something like that, that your perception of time actually changes. And so you have like a right. warp of those. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, even like driving to and from locations, like if you're going, if you're, okay, there's two things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's take this first uh, example. So if you're going to a new location, it seems like time is... Um, long compared to when you're leaving that location back to wherever mm. you're going because mm-hmm. new information got it it takes you wow. longer to process new information wow. than it does old information wow wow and then does when you're coming sense? back from that place it seems quicker yeah but that's why we perceive time as going by faster as we get older but it's simply because we're not experiencing new right. things right wait we're not experiencing new things yeah like our day-to-day like mm. as um in contrast to like when we were children right. Like yeah. everything was new to us. So like it seemed uh, like a year lasted yeah. like five years totally. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We're like now it's like how how many years have we been in this pandemic? Right. And it feels like. 15. Right, right, yeah. right. 15. Yeah, it's been 30 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and yeah, someone explained it similar to that. And they were saying like you, the percentage of your life that that, that year takes up when you're young is so much more. So it feels like right. so much longer. And then when you have 40, 50, 60 you're like each year feels like such a small finite percentage. Right. So it's probably yeah. that too. Cause you get in habits. Like I was talking, we were talking with uh, Connor the other day, uh, Sunday, yesterday about like, just in general, I was just saying like, I feel like nothing has really changed that much in the last five years for my like personal growth, but it's not a negative. <laughs> it's, it sounds negative, but I was like, it sounds pretty negative. Then yeah. he had said like, yeah. Oh, the last five years for me were crazy. I was like 30 to 35. I felt like I had a lot more changes mm. than 35 to 40. Sure. And I'm kind of settled into like liking what I like, n- not mm. taking BS, not doing, you know, like before <laughs> I'd be like BS. worrying about what people thought all the time. And now I'm like, I do care what people think, but I also know what's important to me now. Yeah. yeah. And maybe at 45, it'll be, more of a change because I'm like, oh, I'm almost 50. So it just, right. there's those things. There's certain right. things that would trigger like the feeling like, oh, this is a big change. Right. Well, I think, um, I think that's actually a really interesting topic uh, because I think that people have the option at any point, I think within reason to pretty much feel the way that you're talking about now, which is like you mm. settle into a thing and then you just kind of like end up in that stasis and just like let time advance, you know, yeah. and sometimes like uh, difficulty and, and adversity finds you and you don't have an option, but to like deal with it. Uh, that grows you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Personal growth opportunities will find you and you, there's no way around it for whatever, you know, maybe yeah. you, you got married, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're like actually trying to have a relationship, you end up having to That's grow. That's a lot of yeah. growth or um, divorced is another one, but yeah. then you, but also you it could be growth too. Yeah. It's growth. Yeah. yeah. There's, sure. there's opportunities. Opportunities for growth, but I think there's also ways that as humans we can compartmentalize those things, you know, and place them somewhere that you don't actually have to engage with them, don't actually have to grow, right? Getting married doesn't mean you're going to have to grow, right? It means that you probably should grow uh, if you want to have the relationship maintained, right? Uh, That's and what like, I missed. That's the part I missed when I got married. <laughs> I was like, I'm good now. I'm married. I don't have to small, do the dating anymore. Right, 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 right. And 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 also yeah. getting divorced, you know, like uh, you know, you if you got there. divorced, uh, like you know, there's probably something there that like you have the opportunity to grow, even if it's just a matter of like you know 
healing yourself, you know, but yeah. that just because the opportunity exists to grow from that doesn't mean that you have to engage with it. And I think that's something mm-hmm. that I see. Uh, uh, we were talking about this uh, uh, the other day with a bunch of the, the high schoolers and just talking about, uh, you know, like, what do you see about your older generations, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and like, how are they handling problems and stuff? And I think some of the, the, the tricky things is that there's a lot of things in the world that require you to reimagine things, think bigger, take in new information, uh, and, and, uh, and grow from that. Uh, and if you're mm-hmm. not willing to do that, then it's really hard to solve any of those problems. Global warming, for example, you know, if you yeah. grew up your whole life thinking it's okay to burn coal and drive cars and stuff like that, then yeah. global warming is going to no, be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but global, you know, and for a lot of people it is like, yeah. And, and especially, yeah, I, I mean, for us, it's easy to say that, but like, imagine if you, uh, you know, like if your whole family had a history of being coal miners and maybe like all your money is tied up in coal or something that's a huge disruption to what your sense of reality is to to embrace that but Mm -hmm. you can do it but you have to be willing to like you know take in a lot of new information and grow from that uh and and i think that with older generations like you're saying who maybe get into a zone where it's like i'm mostly the same and i'm used to it being that way Mm -hmm. i think that uh that uh uh, complacency is really difficult to to fight you know and 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 the world around you is set up to allow you to be complacent you know think about all the tv shows that we watch that just like you know we watch reruns of the same thing or maybe not we Mm because i think that's not our generation as much but like my parents for example will watch reruns of something they've watched 20 times you know yeah Yeah. it's just like that is familiar it's easy to watch it's on yeah and you just cruise by and let time like wash over you you and you're like wait i watched seinfeld 40 times through the whole seasons in my life and it's totally not like and some shows are just like you have your favorites so you get that but I feel like if the if this house was like the brain or the mind, you got like the things you shove in the be- in the middle closet in the corner and you're totally. like, I'll get to these eventually, but I don't want to deal with this now. And then it could be 10, 20 years till you get around to some of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think what's challenging is I don't think you're ever going to run out of things to work on, even if you take everything out of the closet, lay it out in front of you. You just find mm-hmm. new things to work on. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that's a daunting thing that like the work never ends. You know, I think that people get tired and they just want to stop having all stop that difficulty. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but, but yeah, I, like I think you that, said, yeah, it's adversity, <laughs> adversity finds or adversity finds you and makes yeah. you have to pull some of those things. Yeah, out. totally. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I feel like when I said that yesterday, I was like, yeah, I haven't really changed that much. And I was like, well, last couple of years, my dad's health going down and having to do all that. Right. I was like, I had to grow a lot. Right. Adversity is finding you. Yeah. So I had to yeah. do it. But as far as like how I, how I look at life and how I do the day to day, I have a similar outlook and I, I used mm-hmm. to be fine with like on a whim, just going and doing something. And now I'm like, well, I don't want to go out tonight. And someone hits me up last minute. I was like, ah, let's do next week. (laughs) And so I used to just be more free to just be like, yeah, I'll go do this. I'll bowl right now. I'll go do this. Right. And you get set into like your routines and and getting thrown off your routine makes it like, especially sleep routines, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. My sleep has been really bad the last like two weeks. Yeah. Usually it's been like my, um, uh, like my safeguard or maybe not safeguard, but like I look forward to sleeping. Like it's my mm-hmm. jam. Oh, I yes. love sleeping. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the last couple of weeks I've been like going to sleep or like anxious up until I sleep and then sleep and then wake up like in the middle of the night oh. for like two hours like, and then crash two out in again. in the morning or three. Yeah. Two or three in the morning or sometimes like four. And then I'll, ha- I'll like be up till six and then uh, take a two hour nap and then like start my day. And it's just the worst because I don't feel like I slept at all. And you, you feel um, tired even though you got six or seven hours, but it was broken up with that yeah. middle. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. 
Yeah. I do that to myself too. I, uh, I went to bed last night, must've been like 10 or something, which mm -hmm. was going to be like a nap for two hours to like go and then work on something that was due this morning for me, like a work project. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. So I was like, Oh, you know, I'll just take a nap. So I set my alarm. Uh, and of course, what do I do is I just snooze, 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 snooze. Yeah. So I pretty much snooze from 1am till like 8am. So you kept morning. getting, wow. you kept you getting alar it. alerts. Well, I needed it, but I didn't get it exactly. I kept oh. on snoozing. Yeah. So I pretty much got, got the worst of both worlds where I didn't actually get done the thing I set out to get done and I didn't actually get the sleep. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think there's something like you're saying about that anxiousness that finds you like trying to mm -hmm. figure out how to compartmentalize that so that mm -hmm. you don't just let it disrupt you. Cause like a lot of times that I feel anxious, I'm not actually going to go do the thing I'm anxious about. Right. Like you're I have thinking. no opportunity to like help exactly. with that situation. Yeah, yeah. It's not solvable right now. So yeah. you just experience the, the negative side effects of it, but it just disrupts you. Uh, but, um, I work on another podcast editing, uh, uh, content, audio content. And they're a, uh, you know, kind of a globally, uh, known podcast that does a mm -hmm. bunch of like business stuff, but they interviewed this guy, uh, who's a, a CEO in banking in China and like mm. heads one of the largest banks there or something like that. Uh, and they're just asking like, how do you get, how do you not get stressed out, you know, about all this stuff? Uh, and he was just talking about trying to focus on what's directly in front of him and like doing whatever that is that you're doing in that moment, the, like the fullest that you can do it. Right. So like if I'm talking with someone about something then like I'm talking to them the fullest that I can, in that moment, yeah. you know, and like if I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping the fullest that I can. And I think present. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Being present for all those things. And I think it's, it's a skill, you know, to do that. I don't think it's easy. And I'm sure that it's not always for this dude who is talking about that. I don't think it's probably mm -hmm. always something that comes naturally, but I think there's a lot of wisdom in doing something like that because, uh, like if you try and multitask in those situations, you end up kind of doing a worse version of all of them and not actually maybe being as effective in something like, especially sleep that you'll, you will need, you know, uh, to do the rest of the things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah, that's, it's, that's actually, yeah. it's pretty, I've been thinking about that recently too, being more present in every moment that I'm in. Yeah. And I find that it's when I set my phone down mm. <laughs> and I, and it's hard cause sometimes like, like, oh, yeah, I'm so used to this. And I so taking apps off my phone this last week, I noticed I'm picking my phone up way less. Like I took Facebook off my phone yeah. and I have looked at it like 30 percent of what or maybe maybe half because yeah. the Instagram still on there. But I'm I've gotten like this last week. I've been looking at like, how do I just really focus on the here and now and get distractions out as as far as going down to a dumb phone? where I don't have all those things <laughs> wow. to distract. You would go me. to a dumb phone. I almost will. Wow. But I would, I, but I was like, I need, I was telling Dolly, I was like, I need maps. Uh, cause I need to get around you can and get a GPS and a dumb phone. You can, but I want one that I also am really uh, concerned about radiation. Get a compass. <laughs> I, I'll get a yeah, compass. You can get a compass. And yeah. I'm like, go north for 10 miles, turn east. So um, no, Take but a right off of I-5. There's a couple <laughs> phones that are not out yet, but they're coming out in a few months that I'm really interested in that have like a very low SAR, which is a... Um, SARS. SARS rating. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, a disease. Well, it's um, something absorption rating uh, of the body with like electromagnetic fields. It's, it's and, something. Huh? It's called something absorption rating. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's um. I okay. Uh, like I, I, my phone's yeah. off, but if you want to look up what SAR stands for, I can say the right name. But basically, um, all, most cell phones have a like a up to a one point six rating, which is considered okay for the body to have around sure. you at all times. Right. But a lot of like the newer iPhones go to like three point eight at times. Wow, and it's very high when everything's right. on, and that thing's just in your pocket, and or on or near your Next head, your, yeah, face, and and you're getting around. a higher rating than is considered safe. And they don't. There's no long term studies to say how safe 
safe this stuff sure. is. So sure. for me, I'm like, I want the least amount of signal at all times. SAR means specific absorption rating. For uh, it's a measure of the rate of RF, radio frequency energy yeah. absorption by the body from mm -hmm. the source being measured. And they do say that the phones are non-ionizing radiation, so it's not the negative mm -hmm. kind that you could that would hurt your body. So there's also that where I'm like, am I just worried about nothing sure. at all? Right. Um, but there's a couple of phones that have like the applications of maps but don't have the high ratings. There's mm -hmm. one that doesn't, and I love this one. It's .06 rating. It's not even a 1%. And mine's a 1.15 on the iPhone if it's low. Sure. And yeah. so I'm like, I could cut 100% of the radiation in <laughs> my body at all times by using this. But I, t I was telling Dolly, I was like, I need to have my work phone like for my business and yeah. have that be the iPhone and I use it less. And I have this one as my day-to-day -day so I can still have maps and stuff, but I use it less. Right. Would be cool. I mean, I think that's not a bad thing to think about, you know, like, and you're probably right. There's some, there's some things about that, that maybe, you know, 50 years from now, we'll be wishing that I didn't have this phone in my pocket the whole time or something. But if you're trying to have kids, they say, but you know, right, I'm not right, really right. worried about that. <laughs> how do you, how do you pick the things to worry about? Exactly. You? I mean, exactly. Well, like why, why phones for you? you oh, know, like, well, it's of in, all the things to it's worry in general, about. like right. microwaves and like using those growing up. So it's, it's so extra. radiation in general for you. Yeah. I like less like signals. I don't have Wi-Fi on or, and I just read something recently that counteracts what I, how I've been thinking <laughs> is that the data, the 4G LTE data is more signal on your body than Wi-Fi would be because it's a lower rated signal. And I've been <laughs> skipping Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, which are the lower ones, and being like, I'm just using data. But also all of them on at once. <laughs> but all of them on it, the others don't work all the time. Sure. And then all of them on at once adds more. So I was like, how do I get to the lowest? I'm like, maybe I just don't need it at all. But also right. it comes from a creative viewpoint because I want to do more music. And I realize I used to spend three, four hours a day doing music. Yeah. And I've been yeah. spending three to four hours a day on my phone because my phone tells me of my hourly <laughs> usage. And I'm like, if I spent an hour a day not looking at my phone, I could be doing writing a song or doing something creative. And so if I take the temptation away, besides just like not touching it and not having it as much, I'd probably be more productive. Yeah. So it's just my, my lack of control that I need to get control. I get that. Um, was the kid from the Goonies called Data or Theta? <laughs> I don't, I can't Which remember. one? the the kid that did the like inventions that's like booty traps <laughs> booty traps <laughs> yeah. um, theta sound, i mean data would be cool because it's like technical but theta sounds cool I mean, it's probably not data right because they had the dude from star trek named data so it's theta i bet is it t-h-e-t-a unless they're just like he should be like the guy from star trek i'm looking at oh, that's also data. there's a theta which is a 360 cam which is very cool too it is data wow they were okay. just like yeah they ripped yeah. off star trek or star trek ripped them off who was first it's a good question who I wore mean, it best how many johns or like they have the same David's character name in this movie right. hey, in well movies. david's right here. but data data yeah you know, but data, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And especially like, I feel like Star Trek was probably like popping off, you know, in that time. Like what uh, Goonies was like. 85. 80, 85. Yeah. It was probably like, you know, I mean, Star Trek's like, has yeah. been around for a long time. The 60s, 60s right? Maybe yeah. data wasn't even a character on it by then. Oh, because he was the new generation. Yeah. Next generation. Yeah. Next, gener Next generation. I don't know. That was the one with uh, John Luc Picard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Picard. I never got into it. You guys I did. Yeah. That yeah. and Sp Deep Space Nine, my brother and I watched as many as we could that was our yeah. two two jams and i did like some people were like i'm a star wars fan or i'm a i'm a star trek fan and i was like we like both 
but we also couldn't see what we were watching because you lived in the country and there was four static. shadows. There was static. They're not just static. You could hear it. No, there was like, it, imagine like seeing, like I'm looking at you and I see four shadows of you. Wow. Do, 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 yeah. And lined up and they're going down. That's and what moving. TV was for you. That's what TV was for me. I'd watch Seinfeld and I was like, I think it's Kramer. <laughs> um, but you'd hear the voice. Um, and so like we saw Deep Space Nine, but when they go to the wide shots of a ship flying through space, forget about it. It's pretty wild. I couldn't even, I was like, okay, I'll wait till the face comes up. <laughs> and we're sitting there squinting, probably bad for our eyes, but we live like 20, 10 miles, 12 miles into the country with just rabbit ears on this tiny TV. Wow. Do you think you'll ever go back to a lifestyle like that out in the country to avoid the radiation? Um, well, back then there was less, but also right, it's, but the, now, same, it's you know. the same as my radio or my car has Bluetooth built no, in. No, what I'm saying is like, do you think you'll retreat to like from the city to the country like that? I, I do want to live in the country, yeah. but I, but it's not just for, it's not because of radiation. <laughs> I'm like, I know I can't avoid signal now, but my, my thought is if my own device in my pocket or near me is not connected, I can have less hitting close to me. And that could be a false flag <laughs> that makes me feel better. But in general, I like being in the country setting, but I also like having a store nearby. Yeah. yeah. You need a country store. I need a country yeah. store. Yeah. <laughs> make your own store. I'll make, I'll make my own store yeah. I, and wear a tinfoil hat and just for safety. Yeah. yeah. I did have, I did when I lived in Edmonds, I, for a little while when I was worried about like Wi-Fi in my house, I put a uh, tinfoil around my router <laughs> and I literally, I put it out in the back of the house where I could plug it in near like the back door where I was never in like the laundry room. Yeah. And, um, and then I tried to get on my computer and the signal was very I was going to say, was it effective? <laughs> it was effective. It was effective, but it was not effective Wi-Fi. Because I couldn't yeah, get signal on my computer very well. <laughs> yeah. So I had to take it off. And then I ended up getting, um, my, for five months before I moved, I had, um, what do they call it? A uh, fiber. And it was amazing. Yeah, All, nice. And I had no Wi-Fi in the house. No, no, it was straight. Hard line. Yeah, hard line. And I was uploading like a video in, thir in a minute that would have yeah. taken 20, 30 minutes before. Yeah. And that was the best. But when I wrapped the thing in tinfoil, it was bad. <laughs> and then later in, in that same room, there was an animal that died, I think, at some point. Because I was, you know, you know, you can smell death. Yeah. You oh, just, yeah. there's a smell yeah. to death. Pungent. Yeah, it's a what? Pungent. A pungent smell. Mm -hmm. And it was a small laundry room about four by three yeah. and it was just on just your way out of it the was house. probably in the wall in the wall yeah. if it lingered well yeah. so the problem was the out right outside the house is where the dryer vent was oh. and i was like maybe a rat crawled, crawled in here in, in the there. winter to right. stay dry and i didn't want to pull the hose out and find this animal so i just yeah. had two weeks of walking through the room holding my nose and then eventually <laughs> the smell went away <laughs> Right, right, right. All the and, maggots and, got and, it. And, and yeah. it wasn't my uh, house I was renting. <laughs> and so I think the ra the rat or whatever might have been under the washer dryer. And then eventually they probably figured it out when they put new ones in. Mm. But yeah. so I, I fixed my problems by ignoring them. <laughs> yeah. Unless that. it's the Wi-Fi. It's I had to fix way. that. Yeah. 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 Ignore it. It'll be better tomorrow. If you don't, if you don't pay your credit card on time because you're worried about it, yeah. you can worry about it later when the bills are higher. Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, the brain, the human brain takes the path of least resistance every time. Sure. Right. right. Usually. Right. Yeah. I resonate with that. Mm. Are you guys fight or flight people? Ooh. When I'm at Walmart, I'm both. I like high. If I walk into Walmart, high and frozen. When I get into the line at Wal, I haven't gone to Walmart in years. But anytime I'd be in line waiting there, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. And I'm just like waiting, and like I hate. There's people all around, and it's noisy, and the lighting sucks, mm. and yeah, it freaks me out. Yeah. I think fighter, fight or flight would be: Are you gonna run or are you gonna hit someone? Right. 
if you're I breaking mean, it down. Uh, yeah, but I think there's more uh, nuanced versions of how that response or reflex like works its way into, you know, like how it's applied. You know, like mm. do you problem solve or do you like put the problem down and move away from it kind of thing? Yeah. 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 That's a good question. Yeah. You go. Migo. Uh, Migo. 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 I think I am probably naturally like a flight person, you know, like I, you know, that's just somehow a part of me. But I think that what's interesting is there's a lot of the world that we function in professionally that I think has uh, retrained parts of that response just because, you know, a lot of times there's not an actual option to fly. Uh, yeah, you know? to fly away. Yeah. Uh, you can't fly. Um, so, uh, yeah. And because of that, I think now there's more of me that is willing to like dig into a problem when it's there sometimes, even if it's overwhelming. But, uh, mm -hmm. if I have the option, like you're saying, the path of least resistance, I'm more often than not likely to fly away. Yeah. Brain's like, do yeah. I have to deal with this today? I could do it tomorrow. Yeah. And then exactly. like, sure, I'll do this. Yeah. What about you, Dolly? Um, I think in my personal life, I'm a flight person, but if it's like like if, if the situation is affecting me and me alone, I'm usually like a flight person. Mm -hmm. If it's about someone else, I'm a fight person. Mm. Cause you want to um, stand up for them and help them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause I can just brush whatever is happening off my shoulder and it doesn't, it's fine. Right. Um, yeah. 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 I guess it, it does. It really does depend on the topic or what the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'll be like, this is wrong. Whatever's happening to this, to the, to someone else, or this is unjust. If there's injustice, I want to figure out a way to like bring attention to it and stop it. If, if I'm at a bar, like when we played years and years ago in, in Camas, Washington, it was the night the bar closed down, lost its liquor license also. <laughs> and these two girls started fighting and the boyfriends got in and a chair flew wow. across the room and hit a table in front of us. We left instantly. Yeah. The, and that's when I leave. The yeah. boyfriends were like fighting each other or trying to so fight the girls, the girls start, as well? No. So the girls started fighting against cat fighting. I don't know why they call it cat fighting. Is that a term you can't use anymore? <laughs> There's it's, no reason to call it cat yeah. fighting. I don't know why they did. They could be fighting. Because there was claws, yeah. maybe. They were clawing each other's faces. Either way, the guys stepped in and started fighting each other, and everyone was really wasted. And then everyone in the bar started throwing things. And we were like, had packed our gear up, and we're like, I think it's time to go. And then we walked out and drove off and that place closed the next day yep, and never yep, opened yep, again. Yep. So I'm sorry if I offend someone by using the term cat fighting. It was just a fight between women and then a fight between men. It's good clarity. And yeah. and I grew up in the eighties and nineties and I apologize for my use of old terminology. It's all right. That yeah, stuff is baked sorry. into us, but it we're is. Doing, you know, it is. we get to address it in moments like that. We're like, oh, right. Microwaved yeah. into us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> microwaved baked into us. Yeah. Wi Fi mean, <laughs> into me. Dialed up into me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing they're saying, okay, not to linger on phones, but I will say the thing they're saying with kids now is because I didn't have a phone until I was 17 and it was a little flip phone that did nothing. And they're finding out the old phones had way more radiation than new ones. <laughs> so those old yeah. ones that are small that fit in your pocket and yep. you think are good, you're like, you're getting way more than the one that you're setting on the counter now. So what you're saying is have no phone at all. Uh, no phone yeah, maybe yeah. We are, well no they're saying kids in general right now are spending so much time on screens right and you're close to all that stuff and it's not saying even if it wasn't a health hazard you're talking about like just the overall uh, they were saying it today i heard somewhere they were saying like the um level of people just sitting all the time and not being active is is up because of screen time and stuff we're literally sitting sitting right now not being active sittering. Yeah. <laughs> sittering. Sittering. i'm sittering. literally sitting literally <laughs> sitting around yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think the thing that you're in the bar situation is not 
fight or flight. I mean, it could be, I guess, but yeah. like, you know, you didn't have, there was no bid for you to fight. No, uh, if my friend was in the fight. middle of something, I'd try to get in and stop that from happening. Right, right, right. Which I have done yeah. that before when there's a fight at a, yeah. a house party. I think it's just like common sense. Like if there's a bunch of like, you know, chaos, BS going down the venue, yeah. you know, to like not like if you have Don't the option. Linger. Yeah, it's like unless, yeah, you can you can get out, you know. Yeah, uh, like being around people like you should go film some some things that are like in the hazardous where things are getting thrown around and rioting. I was like. I could just for historical documentation. <laughs> I could also get hit in the head with something as I'm down there from some random person, a brick, who knows, true. whatever yeah. it is, yeah. and really hurt myself. And I was like, I'd rather avoid yeah. being around stuff because right. I don't like. I, I feel like I'd rather compromise and let people not fight and peace make. But you can't do that in those situations. It's true, unless you're used to it. Like there was, uh, like, um, journalists or reporters in mm. the field, uh, like it. It got, sorry, I hit the mic. Um, there was a big um, flare of it during the, during our occupation in the Middle East. Oh, yeah. Um, where these reporters would get uh, like addicted to the adrenaline and mm -hmm. then want to like be out there. And then because of it, they lost their like ability to um, f like, uh, extend a hand to people that were in um, terrible situations. Yeah. Like right in front of them where like they opted to document then oh, like yeah. run for their own safety Got or it. help the other person. And they could have grabbed a hand to pull them up instead. The person gets hit by a car or something. Yeah. And they're like, this just happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This just happened. There was a, <laughs> yeah, there was a, a meme showing like 2000, it was like 1995 and someone had fallen down and had a hand up and someone was mm. helping them up and they're like 2015 or 16. And there's someone sitting there and everyone's with their phone out taking pictures of the person with their hand up trying to get help. Right. And I yeah. was like, oh man, cause everyone's like, let me get a shot. And there's all those, there's mm. a, it was a compilation of photos people took right before something tragic happened or something like an attack of an animal sure. or something. And someone's taking a selfie and there was a shark jumping out of the water right at him or wow. different things like that. And sometimes like, quick, let me get a picture with this bear in the background. You're like, why don't you focus on the situation? You know what terrifies me? When what? people go marlin fishing and get speared oh. yeah, by the marlin. Because they jump out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Well, as they're, reel yeah, as they're reeling them in, wow. they jumped and just uh, Went through impaled. Them. I've, wow. I've, I've yeah. heard of that happening. Just That's so horrifying. crazy. And my friend, yeah. uh, my friend and his uh, brother own a boat, and they go fishing all the time. And they haven't got marlin. Oh, maybe they have. They had some fish that were as tall as them. They were holding up. Wow. But uh, mar, yeah, anything with a. But how do you know what you're getting? You should get a drum shield in front of you. You know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that would save it. Those like COVID face shields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hit my face. He's like, and he's like, well, he went for your stomach, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, and that's yeah. Those are that, and sometimes it's just they're on a boat, and these fish are jumping. And it happened to like hit a guy because sure, I heard about right. that too. Yeah. So nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Save, save yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of, I, I just try to avoid anything that sounds like it's going to be dangerous, but, it, but <laughs> eventually you can't, it's going to happen when you're doing something normal. Right. Also. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, uh, talk about Dunning Kroger stuff earlier, you know, I think, uh, uh, danger, you know, in our perception of it is something that, you know, we're often unaware of just how dangerous the situations we're in are. You know, I think mm -hmm. watching people drive in the snow, for example, is a really good, uh, like real time thing yeah. where it's like people are driving. It's cool. They're driving. It doesn't seem like a big deal. And all of a sudden you get into a bad spot. Like like, black ice. Mold. Right. And you're like, I am in way more danger than I thought I could get myself into in this moment. You know? Uh, so yeah. I think there's mm -hmm. a lot of danger that's just around us that we don't appreciate sometimes, uh, the gradient about how, you know, how quickly you can 
can get yourself in over your head with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But hopefully, you know, I mean, most of our lives, you know, we're still alive. So obviously we made it <laughs> yeah, so far. Yes. I think every day I'm just like, roll, we're you roll great. the dice yep. and you're like, you gambled and you won when you wake up the next day. Because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. there was Never a, and, and a week ago, about a week ago, last Monday, there was a fatal car accident up in Arlington sure. near where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. And it's a road I've, it's I-5, traveled up there all the yeah. time. Not all the time, but once all a week. And once all or twice time. a week back in the day <laughs> when my mother. Not literally all the time. Okay, listen. <laughs> When my when my uh, mother-in-law back in the day when I was married lived up there I'd go there every week. Got it. Sure. But driving by there it was it's an exit that's like one exit past where I normally go to go to Taco Bell now, and there, you know I just drive up there because yep. it's easy. Yep. And and there was three cars and there was a picture of it off the side in one car. You're yeah. like what I can't even see what kind of car that was yeah. and it looks like luggage was just piled out of the back or clo- I was like parts of the car. Yeah. And I was like someone must have just hit someone going really fast and flipped a car over and I yeah. was like. If you're just like driving along and all of a sudden in your rear view, you see someone speeding towards you, what do you do in that moment? Totally. Yeah. So that's Fight the stuff. Yeah. So, so the driving Punch is actually, car. I think driving is the most dangerous thing I do. Yeah. I probably. mean, I, I statistically, I'm sure it is for any of us, you know, like yeah. we're just in a bunch of motor vehicles going 60 on average. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And there's a bunch of other people around us that we're just hoping or we're all doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And even if you're a defensive driver, like my friend who was stuck in the, um, they were moving up north and was stuck in the middle of where everyone was sitting for four hours waiting for them to do investigation on it. Um, there, she's like, I like to think of myself as a defensive driver. And I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah. But you never know like right. what yeah. the things are. Yeah. And I feel more in control when I'm behind the wheel, mm. but with like a plane, <laughs> like flying over the ocean or something, yeah. I'm like, there's no control here. You just have to like chalk it up to like, not being, I'm not worried about flying anymore because I just assume if it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> but but yeah. like the driving, I'm like, I can stop this. I can move over. Right, right, right. The illusion this. of control is enough to yes. yeah, yeah. tempt us. Even over Christmas, like as I came back from visiting my parents, I had to go through uh, the summit in off of 90. Mm-hmm. And there were so many accidents as I was driving, like literally in front of me, like a you truck. You see it happen? Yeah. There's a truck that was, um, it like fishtailed and one. cut across three lanes and then hit like the cement barrier, like uh, those, uh, yeah. Py- what, pylons. Yeah. Um, and just like wrecked like hard on their own no one else no one else oh. and i was like that's so scary yeah like what if two just cars like, are in the lane there and just get like mm-hmm. yeah yeah just happens so yeah yeah driving in a small yeah. car I'm, every time i drive by a semi i speed up very fast to get by it quickly yeah, yeah. and someone at my 20 year high school reunion was like do you still speed fast by semis and i forgot that i used to do <laughs> <Your> that signature <laughs> it's my signature because I, I drove like a van of people down to something and i was in charge on our like a class trip of driving one of the vans because i was one of the oldest people in the class yeah. so they let me do that and they're like i remember you used to just speed up when you go by semis really fast to get by them i was like i still do it yeah well i think you're allowed to you can't well yeah i've never been pulled over for it but it's one of those things that i just consciously i'd be going 60 and suddenly i'm doing 75 pass it and slow back down yeah yeah. i think that's legit yeah yeah and when you see all those like blown out tires from semis on the side of the road too mm -hmm. yeah it's like you don't want to be like next to one of those well have you seen the on the um the rims they have those spikes sticking out on some of the trucks yeah Yeah, that's like some ben-hur stuff yeah and that's what i always thought about it and then i learned it's a myth because my neighbor bought them recently and he said they're all like 
plastic covers that go on oh, the like the actual lugs. screws yeah so, so it, it looks like really hardcore it hits your car it would probably scrape up the car but it's plastic it, it would just disintegrate yeah. yeah but i was like if this car goes into me the whole this, this side of my car is gone why would they make them spikes because it looks cool yeah it does look cool. it does yeah. look cool yeah. but to have it i thought it was real spikes and i'm like these guys are so hardcore too. yeah yeah but yeah. he he just bought like a big hauler to big haul, hauler. like yeah. big hauler truck to big baller truck big baller. to haul his like uh, side by side, which is like a dune buggy and a bunch of stuff down for like doing the dunes and stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to explain this whole thing <laughs> just to get to the point of the truck. So, so he wanted to fit. <laughs> anyway. And that morning he had a copy and a muffin for coffee. breakfast. <laughs> so either way, it's super cool. But to pull, to pull like a 30 foot trailer with all this stuff in it, you need a big truck. So yeah. it's like a right. small semi basically, but he right. got all these I cool f extras for it and put those on the, on the wheels. And I was like, these look so hardcore. And then I picked it up and it's the lightest little plastic thing yeah. ever. That's a shame. I know. Yeah. Another myth busted. <laughs> consider us the new myth busters. The end. <laughs> busted that myth right open. <laughs> Put this one down, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another myth. <laughs> the one, the one that was actually on MythBusters that blew my mind. <laughs> I don't know if we can recover from that. You can't. Okay. Well, you, can't. Gonna... you put a break. You put a pause yeah, between myth, myth, myth busted. <laughs> myth busted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So on MythBusters, the show back in the day, they had one where they they talked about double dipping um, in salsa with chips, and yeah. like wanted to show how <laughs> how much bacteria gets transferred. And this one stuck with me, and I was like, Yeah, I don't care if you double dip now, but um, <laughs> because it, very little changes with the double dip. They had to right. put all the they had this like special thing uh, whitish salsa that didn't even look like salsa just whitish to test. Salsa. It was weird to test the chemical <laughs> amount in it. Anyway, so they they had to put the whole salsa bowl in their mouth and spit it back out in order. What? The whole salsa bowl? So so they dumped the salsa into one of their mouths oh. and spit it back in, oh. in in order for there oh. to be any added wow. level of bacteria that was a problem or bad for someone. Wow. So someone double dipping a chip is not going to change almost anything is what they figured out. Yeah. Myth busted also. <laughs> Real quick, just get it in Myth Busted. Yeah, yeah. Myth Busted. <laughs> that show was great. I love the explosions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Anytime we can blow open a myth, let's do it. I think that high school teacher of yours busted your myth about the <laughs> the, the electric, uh, you know, uh, stealth guys who got morphed uh, into the show. Commander oh. X. Yeah, I think we can say Commander X, Myth Busted. No credible sources. He could have. Well, he was the another, credible source. Another Myth Busted. He wasn't I love evil. that it's a verb. Yeah. <laughs> busted. <laughs> Myth yeah, myth busted. Yeah, myth <laughs> Yeah. So it wasn't in high. It was in high school when I did the report. But the Commander X was. A, I think here's what I think. Commander X was a real dude that couldn't give his name. So the fact that it wasn't a credible source was because he was unwilling to die right. for his beliefs. Oof. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he could have been a credible source. I could have got an A, but he didn't want to die. And that's what I'm going to stick to on that one. Yeah. But I think time travel still would be really tough. Myth busted. Busted. Yeah, busted. <laughs> uh, you know what myth we haven't busted yet is David's middle name. Ooh. And it's not a myth because I feel we, like we busted we've busted this most times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done yeah. it enough. But we can do it one more time. time. Yeah. So yeah. And, and since we're winding down take to the guess. end of this episode, yeah, yeah, we yeah. should end with what we normally start with, which is we'll say your full name. That's great. Okay. That's great. So yeah, our yeah. guest on episode fifty-three has been one, two, three. David, David Victor, Victor Salonen. You you did it. Myth busted. Myth busted. 
<laughs> what well, the myth was that we thought it was something else maybe at one point. Yeah. I so, mean, so we were only yeah. about truth here. Yeah. Do we use them anymore? Middle names? Um, me? Uh, legal documents. Yeah. And, and I use yeah. it every day because my middle name is Eric. But some people don't have one, so I think it's an optional thing anymore. And oh, how, for sure. How it's always that? been an option. <laughs> well, I was born with one. It was not, you know, it was not an option for me. You I know, know. Yeah, about yeah. your parents. Like, some people have two middle names well, yeah. or three, and that's a yeah. long one to say. Right. But I feel, I feel like, yeah, it's not that crucial to life. And if someone wants to spell my name with a C or a K or a Q U right. or whatever, I'm like, however oh. it sounds is fine. Eric. Eric. But it's, I mean, I don't mind. I'm like, however, whatever, because they're like, what's your name for the order of food or something? I was like, well, my name's Eric. And then they're like, how do you spell that? I was like, it honestly doesn't matter. However. What's your name? They're like. <laughs> your, your friends. Yeah. What's your name? Eric. What's your name again? I've been hanging out with you for 20 years. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like if you're ordering food, they're like, what, how do you spell your name? It's like, it honestly doesn't matter. Whatever way you want to spell Eric is fine yeah. for yeah. my order. I wonder if people hate that. Um, you mean hate being asked? No, no, no. Hate when they someone doesn't tell them how to spell it. You know? Um, oh yeah. The yeah. the small trials it's of like, someone working in yeah, fast like, food. No, I want going, you to tell no, me. Yeah, tell yeah. me exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm not gonna get offended if someone says it wrong. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I need a. I well, I wanted to pick a a name for my orders mm -hmm. because I feel like when I give my name, they repeat it back to me yeah. and are still confused after I repeat it back oh, to yeah, them. Oh yeah, totally. So I'm like, yeah. so you want to say like Darla or something? Yeah, Darlene, something. Darlene. That's hard. I one feel to like mess that's up. harder. Darlene. <laughs> a darling. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. That's all. That would be, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Have a pseudonym just like, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. How do you spell that? M C. M I G, like I can't even. McGilla, oh uh, yeah, you're like trying to spell it out for me. It has to be easy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Todd from here on out. Todd. We talked about Todds recently. You seem like a Todd. Thank you. I, I, Todds are like my least favorite people as far as like the name goes. The people are great, but the name rings up like something that doesn't sit right with me. Mm. But I would use it because it'd be an easy one to pronounce. Yeah, and there's I don't probably like some. Chris, oh, yeah. there's like some, Chris. there's some great Todds, I'm sure, and yeah. I'm not saying that the out people there. are bad people at They're all. Out there. There's yeah. just certain names, like we were talking about names before, like um, what was it? Chance, Chance. <laughs> sure, yeah. Was it got for a guy's name or something? Yeah. Like pet's name's cool. So my friend's dog's name is Chance. And I'm not gonna mess with that, but <laughs> yeah. he might be. He might listen. Not gonna mess with. Not that. gonna mess with Chance. No. But uh, as a as a name, you're like we gave it a chance. Mm, That's what yeah. we named him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, you got the name you got though. You know? Yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta stick with it. Well, unless you change it, which you can apparently too. So legally, yeah. I guess what I just said, I'll take it back. Well, <laughs> yeah. I have a <laughs> yeah. I, I have a coin. I have acquaintances that opened a couple. Uh, they got married and opened. A, and they, he was a bartender in Edmonds, and he opened a couple restaurants. And they changed their last name to be what means bartender in another language. What means bartender? Hello, I'm what means bartender. Well, it's, I'm not. I didn't. I could say the name because their place is great called Calneros. Calnero. Calnero means bartender. So mm. they, they both changed their last name to that from their family names and their wow. businesses called that too. That's like so. old school too, you know, because like a lot of the like trade names like from England, you know, were like, you know, uh, Smith, you know, or something mm -hmm. like that, yeah. you know, like Blacksmith. Well, yeah. Immigrants yeah. changed yeah. their names or were 
forced to change their names. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know much about why, but like my family, when they immigrated from, uh, from Finland, you know, on my dad's side back mm-hmm. probably early 1900s, there were definitely immigrant names that people picked up, you know, and that my last name is different than what it was when people came over. But I like, I have sure. no idea why, you know, yeah. like yeah. it doesn't sound that different, you know, like it doesn't, uh, do you mean the yeah. way it was pronounced or the actual spelling? The actual changed? name changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be like Arkelin. Uh, oh, and, that's cool. Yeah. But I like, I don't know why that immigrant name. So yeah, I mean, like, like if you're changing mm-hmm. your name to Smith or something, I could see why, you know, yeah. or if they're like, oh, like now you're like, you know, woodsman or something, you know, or like hunter. You, you kind of lose because, um, yeah, because some of them lose the cool factor of just like having that originality. I like yeah. I like all the varieties yeah. of names. Yeah. Just don't know why people change their mm-hmm. last names or well, why I, they're forced to. I, uh, my friend who I went to uh, or who came from Germany in third grade um, and his name in German was uh, Benus and they changed it to Binus. Why would there be a problem with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, none. See issue here. No problem at all. So when he's like, yeah, it used to be this, but then we get we got to America and we realized we needed to change it very quickly. <laughs> so it was, it was great. I'm not going to say his first name because that would reveal who he is as a person. Yeah. But right. Stephen. Stephen Bean. <laughs> Dude, I, I can say it because he's a good friend. Mike Benis. Actually, that was his name. I don't know his middle name, so it's fine. He's not unsearchable now. Got it. Yeah, it's totally unsearchable. Yeah. Richard Benis. Yeah, that's not what they would have said. <laughs> Harold, Harry, you know, there's all Harry, these names. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah, so many names it could have been. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So many great names out there. So um, <laughs> everyone that's listening, ponder your own name. Is it dirty? Is it not? You get to decide. Yeah. Um, there used to be a kid in our rival school whose last name was Seaman. <laughs> Yeah. S E A M E N. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 So, and then um, my other friend had a friend in school's last name was Bates. And they, um, so uh, my friend's last name was Smith. So they said, um, Master Smith. And so then when they get to everyone's names, you end up getting like things and everyone's cracking up, you know? So it's really, it's really unfortunate when they do that, yeah. you know? Myth busted. Myth busted. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Don't put master in front of every last name. It's a bad, yeah. bad yeah, scenario. Yeah. 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 All right. There's no myth about what we did here today. We broke into some truth, busted some myths. <laughs> I'm going to start using that now. Myth busted. <laughs> Please do. But so it's so dumb because there's no myth about some of the things. But I think if you use it more, it'll even make it that much more impactful. Yeah. Be like, oh, this cheese, so it, this is real cheese. Myth, myth busted. busted. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes like real cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thank you for joining us for episode fifty-three. It was cloudy when we started. The sun is out. David brought it. Right yeah. Now. yeah, and your last, both your last names are very cool. Thank you. Yeah, I mean the old one and the new. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Very cool. You don't have two last names now. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, it's great being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, always. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week.